Broadcasting from the Cradle of Liberty in Philadelphia. All the way to the rhythm and blues of Beale Street in Memphis. To high atop the Wasatch Mountains in Utah. This is where politically correct perception meets common sense. This is the Joe Carey Show. Hey, welcome to the Joe Carey Show right here on KTalk 1640 AM and uh, KYAH in the Loving Liberty Radio Network. I want to start. I am thoroughly confused. Now, you may remember uh, this name from the past, Stormy Daniels. She is the um, adult uh, film Scarlet. Scarlet or Starlet? Starlet. She was the adult film Starlet who uh, came out and... and in a very detailed way, outlined her alleged uh, affair with Donald Trump, which she, she said happened in 2006. Donald Trump denied it. He came out and said, look, I, I, I've never had an affair with this woman. But the media believed Stormy Daniels. They ran with the story. And that story was the basis for several articles that talked about, you know, the religious right. You know, they were making the point, mainstream media was making the point, look, you have this man who cheated on his wife and the religious right is still endorsing him. They're still supporting him. Now, listen to this. In a new statement, Stormy Daniels has issued a blanket denial. This is from the Daily Beast, which is a progressive left-leaning a new site. So, you know, these guys aren't looking to do any favors to Donald Trump. Uh, this story was also in the New York Post. And the reason I'm citing it is because I haven't really seen it really anywhere else. But in a new statement, Stormy Daniels has issued a blanket denial of her alleged 2006 affair with Donald Trump. The porn star who Trump reportedly paid $130,000 to stay quiet... Uh, she was paid just before the 2016 election, said that she's not denying the affair because she was paid hush money, but instead she's denying the affair because, quote, it never happened. The article goes on. However, in a 2011 interview, Stormy recounted the affair in explicit detail. So, yeah, I'm a little bit confused on this because Stormy Daniels comes out in 2011 and says, I had an affair with Donald Trump. Trump denies it. Stormy says, hey, I was forced to sign a, a, a non-disclosure and I was paid $130,000 to stay quiet about this affair. But then she comes out and says, well, no, this affair never happened. So my first question is, and it's not about her credibility. I mean, I don't know who she is or, look, I know she made a ton of money. Well, I know that she, gave, she made a ton of appearances that wouldn't have happened if that relationship with Donald Trump wasn't there, right? She rode that storyline to the proverbial bank. But my question is, all these news organizations that jumped on the bandwagon and just assumed that the affair happened, what happens to them? Where are those stories in the New York Times and the Washington Post and MSNBC? Where are all those storylines talking about this, this recanting by Stormy Daniels of this alleged affair with Donald Trump? Well, don't hold your breath for that. I don't think that's coming. But my other question is... You know, one of the big things that uh, Michael Cohen said, you know, on his way to prison was it's not right that, you know, I deliver the check to Stormy Daniels and I'm the one going to prison. You know, basically implying that, look, you know, someone else was calling the shots. Someone else allegedly violated the campaign finance rules. So why am I going to prison? Meaning Michael Cohen. So my question is, if there was no affair... It says here there was no relationship. Then what was the $130,000 paid for? Like, why was that check given to Stormy Daniels? And look, you know, before the show, uh, Brian and I were talking, he brought up a good point. He's like, look, you know, the Uber rich, and I'm not talking the people that, you know, got rich from Uber. I'm talking about like the, you know, the, the massively rich 
I imagine they pay people all the time just to say, you know, look, it's not worth the hassle. It's not worth the trouble. Here's your money. Stay quiet. Well, nothing happened. Yeah, but that's okay. We'd rather not deal with it. But is Donald Trump owed an apology? Is he owed an apology from mainstream media who jumped on this story? Is the religious right, are they owed an apology? It's just amazing. You know, it's proof that if you say, if you say something that's not true over and over and over again, there's a good chance that people will continue to believe it and more people will continue to believe it. I mean, this is the proof. I mean, basically, even myself, I kind of was like, okay, he had an affair. Now, forget that whole presumption of innocence. I was like, yeah, he probably had the affair. He paid her the money. He moved on. Not dismissing the, the reflection that is on his moral character, but in terms of, you know, his ability to lead, in terms of his ability to be president— but now we're told, no, this didn't happen. Does it matter? That's what I want to know. 801-331-8113. 801-331-8113. Does this matter at all? Is, is this something where, yeah, you know, the media should apologize to Trump? Or is this, it didn't matter in the first place? It's clear it didn't matter because this alleged affair came out before the election. People were aware of the allegation. And despite the allegation, and despite the fact they may have believed it, they still voted for Trump. So does this matter? I think it matters in terms of the media and their honesty. But whether it matters to, you know, John Q. Public and, and the voting American, I don't think it does. 801-331-8113 would like to hear from you. Do you think this, this helps the president? I don't see any way it hurts the president. But again, interesting that this story, which consumed so much of our time during Donald Trump's 2016 election, consumed so much airtime and print time. And now nobody cares. I mean, I read it twice. I mean, I read it once in the Daily Beast, one in the New York Post. That was it. I didn't see the story anywhere else. And maybe it's because everybody's just moved on. I think it's probably because it doesn't hurt Donald Trump. So the mainstream media, they're not vested in the story, right? This isn't a doubling down by uh, Stormy Daniels. This is a, uh, it didn't happen. Well, wait, that helps the president. Why, why should we cover that? I mean, Robert De Niro, again, he comes out and he's like, F Trump. You know, Trump should be in prison. That would save all that. That would help the country. And this past week, this past week, you know, Nancy Pelosi, she met with the Democrats in a closed caucus meeting. Now, listen to this. You want to talk about Trump derangement syndrome. You want to talk about people who don't understand, who are just full of, of fury Listen to this. During this closed meeting, Representative Steve Cohen from Tennessee, you may remember him. He's the one when uh, Bill Barr, they uh, had uh, asked him to come to the House to, to uh, be questioned, and he wouldn't come. Steve Cohen is the guy who showed up with a, a bucket of Kentucky Fried Chicken. Do you remember this? And he was eating it uh, during the meet. I still don't know. Oh, I see, because Bill Barr was a chicken. These con they're so smart and clever. I mean, they're just so clever. So he brings this bucket of chicken. He's eating it because Bill Barr is a chicken. Well, Representative Steve Cohen, despite that air of, oh, this is, you know. During the closed meeting, he called for the impeachment of President Donald Trump, accusing him of, quote, raping the country. Cohen stood up and yelled for Trump to be impeached during a Democratic Steering and Policy Committee meeting, uh, which was attended by Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi. Pelosi pushed back, saying this is not about politics. It's about what's best for the American people. Cohen, who uh, voted to move impeachment proceedings forward in December of 2017, brought up former President Bill Clinton's impeachment. 
saying Bill Clinton faced impeachment over sex, which was and is a lie, right? I mean, Bill Clinton wasn't impeached because he had an affair with Monica Lewinsky. He was impeached because he lied about it, right? I mean, that, that was the impeachment. Well, look, when we come back, I want to talk about the disintegration of the Democrats over Trump. Trump, is, they're fighting among themselves. It's, uh, they've lined themselves up in a circular firing squad. Let's enjoy the show. We'll be back right after this break. use a little help stretching our food budget. So listen close, because what I'm about to share with you is one of Salt Lake City's best kept secrets. Nikki's Wholesale Food Warehouse has an astonishing selection of foods purchased from a local food distributor, from fresh produce to restaurant quality sauces, meats, and snacks at prices below wholesale cost. Seeing is believing. Go to the Nikki's Wholesale Food Warehouse Facebook page and like it and follow them. That's Nikki's Wholesale Food Warehouse. Peace Legal, we're a refreshingly different type of law firm. Other law firms charge clients by the minute. Sometimes you're afraid to call your lawyer because you're worried about the cost. Not with Peace Legal. You have the option in most cases between hourly billing and flat fee billing. With flat fee billing, you know how much your case will cost up front. One flat fee, no hidden costs, and no charges to speak with your lawyer. We specialize in family law, adoptions, divorce, prenuptial agreements, and enforcement of custody and support orders. We also work with businesses and nonprofits with planning, contracts, and employment issues. We also handle what we call life law matters. Anyone who has studied history understands liberty doesn't just happen. It requires effort on the part of every generation to understand and live its principles and practices. The Loving Liberty Radio Network has teamed up with the National Center for Constitutional Studies to bring you the tools you need to better understand and teach the ideas of liberty. Just go to lovingliberty.net and click on the Freedom Books button. From pocket constitutions to information-packed book bundles all about the founders. The information you need to perpetuate liberty is right at your fingertips. And a generous portion of each sale helps to keep Loving Liberty on the air. Build your library. Build your knowledge. Make the difference you were born to make. Go to LovingLiberty.net and click on the Freedom Books button. That's LovingLiberty.net and click on the Freedom Books button. And now, a quick comparison from Grasshopper. When a client calls, what do you want them to hear? Your personal voicemail? Hey, you've reached Greg's cell phone. Um, I'm away right now, <laughs> obviously. Uh, leave a message and maybe I'll get back to you. Or something a little more buttoned up, courtesy of Grasshopper. Thanks for calling Green Landscaping. To make an appointment, dial 1. For billing, dial 2. To speak with Greg Smith, dial There's three. no contest. Put your best voice forward with Grasshopper, the virtual phone system for small business. Try it free at grasshopper.com. America is built and based on liberties and freedoms. Liberty HealthShare brings that to health care. The liberty of choosing your own doctor. The liberty of choosing your own hospital. Liberty HealthShare makes health care affordable to millions of Americans. Ignite your liberty. Sharing plans starting at $199 for a single, $399 for a couple, and no matter how big the family, only $529. That's $529 for the entire family. To learn how you can save, go to LightYourLiberty.com. That's LightYourLiberty.com. Hey, welcome back to the uh, Joe Carey Show. You know, we were talking about this meeting of the steering committee of the House Democrats. Pelosi is there, and the way this article reads is, you know, she's trying to hold the uh, the radicals at bay, right? This group of people who really want to see Trump impeached. And the first one to stand up was uh, Steve uh, KFC Cohen. And he's like, you know, we got to impeach Trump. We've got to impeach. Him. Look, Clinton was impeached over sex, which wasn't true. Clinton was impeached over lies, right? He's impeached over the cover up. 
So Pelosi pushes back against Cohen and, you know, some other Democrats uh, joined in. It looks like David Celine from Rhode Island, Jamie Raskin and others. Right. They're jumping in and saying, look, you know, there's a strategic advantage. We could move for impeachment and that would help us with the election. And isn't that what this is really about? Does anybody really think they're out to punish Trump because of moral failings or because he failed to live up to the bar of, of, uh, of being president? I don't think that even crosses their mind, right? It can't. Look at the inaction they, they had over Loretta Lynch and Eric Holder. If they were really concerned about the office of the president, they would have taken action on those issues. So this is purely partisan. So they're, they're trying to turn the House into uh, a launching pad for whomever the final nominee is going to be uh, from this pool of 24 or 23 Democrats running for president. They also need to do everything they can to destroy and tarnish the reputation of Bill Barr. And they need to keep this narrative alive that Trump did something wrong. Because look, the Democrats, there are many things, but they're not politically stupid. And they see that the, the tide is turning Right. Bill Barr's investigation into the investigators. Remember, you know, people talk about James Clapper and, you know, James Comey and uh, Brennan. But remember, their appointees who appointed those individuals. Joe Biden and Barack Obama. Right. These individuals just didn't show up and, and didn't apply. They petitioned. They were vetted and they were approved and appointed by the Obama-Biden administration. The oversight on these three individuals flowed from Obama-Biden. So the crimes, if any, committed by this trifecta lie at the feet of who? Barack Obama and Joe Biden, and the Democrats know that. You know, I firmly believe it's not a question of, you know, were crimes committed? It's going to be how many? And you see it now, right? Loretta Lynch, like her testimony that she gave behind closed doors, that just came out. Remember when James Comey came out and said, well, Loretta Lynch told me not to call it an investigation. She told me not to call it an investigation. She told me to call it, what was it, a matter that they were looking into. Well, isn't that an investigation? It's kind of like spying. Don't, don't tell me there was spying. Well, I know what we did with spying, but don't call it spying. It's that same thing, right? It's that parlance. Well, Loretta Lynch comes out in her deposition, in her testimony, and she says, I never told him what to call it and what not to call it. Well, wait a second. James Comey testified under oath that you told him not to call it an investigation. I never told him that. Well, they both can't be right, can they? I mean, can they both be right? And as the screws of this vice tighten, you're going to see this, this group of individuals who are trying to stick pretty close together, right? Let's, let's keep our story straight. You're going to start people starting to stray. And you're going to see them begin attacking each other. And we're seeing that now. Because now this is an incredibly, it's not a hot potato, it's a nuclear potato. And nobody wants to be left holding it at the end of the day. And the Democrats see that. The Democrats understand this just isn't about putting the perpetrators in prison. But it's about the upcoming election. And how is this going to impact not only the race for president, but the races for Senate and the races for governor and the House races? So what do they do? The House starts issuing subpoenas. Remember, everybody wanted Trump's tax records and they came out. Remember the New York Times? Hey, we got a scoop. We got the tax records from 20 years ago on Donald Trump. And do you know what the American people said? So what? So what? We don't care. I mean, what's more offensive? 
right? Someone in business who's trying to maximize their legitimate losses so they avoid paying taxes, which is completely legal. Or is it more offenses that you have, you know, breadline Bernie and other Democrats running for president telling you to pay more taxes when they claim all the deductions they can to reduce their tax liability? You tell me what's more offensive. So the American people look at the New York Times, their big scoop. Wow, we got tax records from 20 years ago. And the American people, they just don't care. So now, we're, well, now we want his recent tax records. We need to know what's going on. What's your legitimate purpose? Right? And this forces the Democrats into the corner, right? Because no court is going to uphold a subpoena that's meant to harass another party. Right? Courts aren't going to sustain a subpoena when you can't go to court and say, look, this is the legitimate reason we need this subpoena. And even if there's a legitimate reason, courts will turn down a subpoena. They'll say, you know what? It's too vexation. It's, it's too onerous. We're not going to approve it. So what the Democrats are really hoping is that, look, let's open impeachment proceedings because then we'll have a reason to issue the subpoena. How far we have fallen. And we've talked about this, you know, this situation on this show many times. We do not pursue individuals in this country. We don't target individuals. We target crimes. So if Donald Trump committed a crime, let's investigate the crime. But just because we don't like Donald Trump, just because we don't like his policies, that shouldn't be the reason to open impeachment. It shouldn't be the reason to issue subpoenas. If there's indications of crime, that's when the wheels of justice begin to turn and begin to focus on an individual. That doesn't matter anymore. You know, we have too many individuals suffering from Trump derangement syndrome. And I'm convinced the source of that, think about this. You know, if you have kids, you'll appreciate this. You've, maybe you are this parent or maybe you've seen this parent where they just say yes, right? There's no limits on their kids. They want the candy, they get the candy. They want to stay up late, they stay up late. If they want to play video games, they get to play video games. What happens to that mom or dad the minute they seek to restrict their kid's behavior? You've seen it. What happens? You get the meltdown, right? You get the fit. Sometimes you even get them laying on their back, you know, in the supermarket. And I think that's what's happening to the Democrats. The Democrats and the elites in the United States have had their way for so long on every front. They're not used to being told no. They're not used to, to having to account for their behavior. Well, Donald Trump changed that. And just like kids who are told no for the first time, we're watching that same reaction from the elites. They are melting down. When we come back, I want to talk about China. They have a, something called the social credit system, where they keep score of whether you're a good citizen or a bad citizen, and why that's already happening here. We'll have that story and more when we come back, right here on 1640 AM. Discussion without the partisan outrage. This is the Loving Liberty Radio Network. Hospital Liberty Health Share makes health. America is built and based on liberties and freedoms. Liberty HealthShare brings that to healthcare. The liberty of choosing your own doctor. The liberty of choosing your own hospital. Liberty HealthShare makes healthcare affordable to millions of Americans. Ignite your liberty. Sharing plans starting at $199 for a single, $399 for a couple, and no matter how big the family, only $529. That's $529 for the entire family. To learn how you can save, go to lightyourliberty.com. 
lightyourliberty.com. That's lightyourliberty.com. Blue Star Medicated Ointment gets five-star reviews from our loyal users for fast relief of the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation. Blue Star soothes insect bites and fungal infections. It really works on the summer rashes I get every year. I had psoriasis on my elbows. Blue Star worked wonders. Amazing stuff. Smear a bit on and the itch is gone. Look for the white box with the blue star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. When it comes to your pain, many of you might be skeptical, like I was, about ordering Relief Factor. Pat Boone again for this wonderful 100% drug-free supplement designed to help your own body lower or eliminate occasional aches and pains due to aging, exercise, everyday living. I'm not skeptical any longer. The three-week quick start is now discounted to only $19.95. Why don't you let us see if we can get you out of pain, too, at relieffactor.com. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3366 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3366. Cut through the smoke and mirrors and see current events through the lens of common sense. Think about how bad things must be at the federal level for your state politicians to say, we're going to hold a constitutional convention and rewrite the Constitution. In the end, there's only two things we need to do. One, take the time to get right with God and just remember to be kind. The Joe Carey Show, weekday afternoons at 12. Hey, welcome back to the uh, Joe Carey Show right here on uh, K-Talk, 1640 AM, the Loving Liberty Radio Network. You know, you can uh, go to our website, lovingliberty.net, and uh, all of our shows are there. They're all saved in podcast form. Um, and I've got to tell you, it is, it is thrilling to see uh, the numbers on the uh, SoundCloud system. They go up every week. And... Um, uh, we had one day where close to a, a thousand downloads took place, which is a huge milestone for us. So thank you for tuning in, for going to the site, downloading those shows and sharing those shows with your uh, friends who might not uh, have heard the show or might not be familiar with it. And all of the shows on the network are there. So uh, that's uh, lovingliberty.net. You can listen to the uh, shows live there from your computer or you can download them on a podcast form and listen to them at your convenience. I want to uh, spend some time talking about this social credit system in China. Remember, China has a billion people. And that's a government determined to keep its people in line, right? That's a government that doesn't give uh, many of its citizens free reign. And what they found is, yeah, you know what? We could put people in jail. We could put people in the salt mines. But there's a more effective way of dealing with dissent. There's a more effective way of getting people to do the things that we want them to do. And it's not prison. And it's not the gulag. So everybody in China gets a credit score. You know, much like, you know, your credit score here, you know, depending on how good you are with money, you know, do you balance your checkbook? How much debt do you have? And based on that, there's an algorithm that says, you know, based on these kinds of credit card payments, based on this kind of history, based on this kind of income, this is, you know, Joe's credit score. Well, they do the same thing in China. But it's a social credit score. And in order to determine that, they look at things like, well, what, what kind of posts 
What kind of posts is Joe making on Facebook? What's he putting up on his Twitter account? Does he attend the right party meetings? So basically, the state gets to grade you on your performance as a citizen. And the more things you do that the state likes and approves of, your score goes up. And if you do things that the state doesn't like, your score goes down. Well, what happens if you get a low score? I mean, what happens? Well, one, the Chinese will give you a distinct ringtone on your phone. And this ringtone is reserved for people with a low social credit score. So if you're standing on the bus or the subway or you're in that movie theater and your phone goes off, your ringtone is going to alert people that, well, yeah, mm, low social credit score. And what it, it's telling people to stay away. It's telling people, be careful of this person. Because what happens to your social credit score if your phone number shows up as calling this individual or you're interacting with that individual on Facebook? What do you think happens to your social credit score? If you try to board a flight in China and you have the money and you have the passport, you show up, you're ready to go. But you're told you can't board the plane. Why? Well, your social credit score is too low. We can't have you running around the free world telling people how bad China is. Now, this is devious because it's state fascism with a happy face, right? They're using not the heavy hand of government, but they're using peer pressure, right? Cass Sunstein would call this nudging, right? We're nudging people in the direction we want to, oh, you don't recycle? Ah, you know what? Your social credit score is going to go down. Oh, wait, you have guns in your home? Oh, your social credit score is going to go down. Oh, wait a second. You're homeschooling your kids? You don't send them to these fine public schools? Mmm. You lost a few more points on your, uh, your social credit score. Wait, you've got a come and take it bumper sticker? Wow. Ten points. Ten points off the uh, social credit score for you. You know, when you look at the social networks... When you look at the social networks, you know, they're all built on this concept of social credit scoring, right? One of the reasons that it's so enveloping, one of the reasons it draws you in is most people want to see, you know, you post something, wow, how many likes did that get? How many shares did that get? How many people engaged with that? Because we're looking around and we want that acceptance, we want to know, hey, you know, yeah, that was a good job. Good job there with that post. We want that affirmation. You think of the social media. Why do you think those things are public? They could make it private, right? They could show you how many likes you got, and it could just be private. They intentionally make it public because it's kind of a contest, right? It's kind of a game. Well, is this post going to get more than the last post? Is this going to go further? Is it going to have a wider reach? So we have a social scoring system, but that's the private sector. But I'd make the argument that the reason you see people like Robert De Niro, the reason you see people like these elites and the celebrities and the academics, the reason they come out with so much hatred and fury against Trump is they are trying to impose their own version of a social credit scoring system on us. And it works. And I've shared this with you before. My oldest daughter, she's getting ready to go to college. And she'll sit there in class and, you know, they're throwing around a whole bunch of liberal, progressive ideas. And my daughter won't say anything because she's like, Dad, we're, it's just, it won't get me anywhere. It won't get me anywhere. It won't get me anywhere with the teacher. It won't get me anywhere with the classmates. So she's been taught, don't say anything because if you do, what's going to happen? You're 
your credit score, your social credit score is going to go down. Why do you think when someone shows up wearing a Make America Great Again hat, why do you think people freak out at that? Do you think it's the color red like a bull? Oh my gosh, it's the color red. I'm going to go nuts. No, they are sending a message. They're sending a message that they want you to be intimidated. They don't want you to back down. They want you to back off. Because they're trying to show you that what you're doing is not acceptable. And they're also trying to what? Improve their own social credit score with their friends and, you know, their groups. Yeah, I had to knock that hat off. That guy was wearing a MAGA hat. I had to knock it off of him. They're performing. They're auditioning. You know, Facebook, they, uh, they have a policy where, you know, they won't show hunting photos. So if you go out and you, you know, uh, uh, you hunt down a, an animal in Africa or on a safari, they won't post that. They won't allow you to post it. Now, why is that? Is it illegal? No. Is it violent? No. You're, you're standing there posing with, you know, the animal you, you hunted. But they're trying to send the message that this kind of behavior is unacceptable. We don't want this kind of behavior. There's another social media platform, TikTok, and I've talked about it before. It's a, one of the fastest growing social, pla uh, social media platforms in the uh, country right now. Bunch of young kids on it. More and more adults are, are, are joining it. But they have a policy. You can't show a weapon, not a knife, not a gun, no kind of weapon. Even if you're just on the range and, you know, you're firing uh, off a few rounds. Why? Is it illegal? No. But they want to send the message that we don't approve of guns. We don't approve of firearms. We have our own type of social credit system here. And I think there's a lot of politicians that would love the idea, absolutely be thrilled with the idea that everyone in the United States be given a social credit system. Oh, we'll teach them a lesson. We'll teach them a lesson if they vote for Trump. Oh, they believe in the Second Amendment? Oh, we'll, we'll show them. When we come back, I want to talk about uh, just a few more things. And one of those things that I really want to focus on is uh, a new poll that came out about free speech and socialism, what it means for us. We'll be back right after this break. use a little help stretching our food budget. So listen close, because what I'm about to share with you is one of Salt Lake City's best kept secrets. Nikki's Wholesale Food Warehouse has an astonishing selection of foods purchased from a local food distributor, from fresh produce to restaurant quality sauces, meats, and snacks at prices below wholesale cost. Seeing is believing. Go to the Nikki's Wholesale Food Warehouse Facebook page and like it and follow them. That's Nikki's Wholesale Food Warehouse. America is built and based on liberties and freedoms. Liberty HealthShare brings that to health care. The liberty of choosing your own doctor. The liberty of choosing your own hospital. Liberty HealthShare makes health care affordable to millions of Americans. Ignite your liberty. Sharing plans starting at $199 for a single, $399 for a couple, and no matter how big the family, only $529. That's $529 for the entire family. To learn how you can save, go to lightyourliberty.com. That's 
That's lightyourliberty.com. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-444-2013. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-444-2013. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-444-2013. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-444-2013. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3366 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3366. Hey, welcome back to the Joe Carey Show right here on uh, <clears throat> the Loving Liberty Radio Network and, uh, well, radio throughout Utah. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. You know, I want to, uh, every week we go over our SoundCloud numbers and we highlight the cities where people are uh, listening over um, our podcast platform. And look, if you find a show that you like, you know, download it and share it with your friends. It's how we grow and it's how we keep our uh, sponsors engaged. So thank you for helping us out. So let's see if your city is in one of the top 10 cities in terms of uh, downloads uh, for the week. Number one city where people downloaded the show this past week, Tucson, Arizona. Tucson, Arizona. So thank you, Tucson. Uh, Clifton, New Jersey. Uh, a lot of friends out there. So thank you guys for tuning in and listening. And someplace I've never been. Uh, Brian, how about you? This is Den Haag. I'm sure I'm pronouncing it wrong. Den Haag, Netherlands. Den Haag, Netherlands. Number three. And I always look at a new city. You know, and if they're down at, you know, number 100 or number 90, you know, you look at, like, okay, one guy tuned in and he listened to the show a couple times. But to break into the top 10, I mean, that's a pretty aggressive, that's a, that's a pretty aggressive listenership. So they're at number three, San Jose, California. They're always uh, up there in the top 10. Number five, Noblesville, Indiana. So thank you guys for uh, tuning in, downloading the show. Cambridge, Massachusetts. I mean, we try to come across as lowbrow, but I mean, come on. The folks in Cambridge, they understand. This is, this is highbrow stuff for... Maybe not. Barcelona, Spain. And I think they have been in the top 10 probably since the end of January. So thank you, Barcelona, for tuning in and listening. The good folks in St. George, Utah, number eight. Bloomfield, New Jersey, number nine. Ashburn, Virginia, number 10. And then we have a whole bunch of Utah cities. We have Layton, Orem, West Jordan. Uh, well, there's Brooklyn, New York, Ogden, Utah, Riverton, Utah, Mountain View, California, and Cedar City, Utah. So thank you uh, to everyone for tuning in and listening. And, you know, we get some people saying, well, how can I help you guys? You know, how can we help you guys grow? The best thing you can do, uh, follow us on Facebook, Loving Liberty. Follow us on Twitter, uh, Loving Liberty there as well. And if you come across an article that you like, uh, share it with your friends. And if you hear a show that uh, really grabs your attention, 
you know, download it, share it with your friends, send them a link. Uh, you are the best advocate for, uh, for the programs that you like on uh, Loving Liberty. And I feel kind of like I'm on like PBS now. I feel like I should do a pitch for, you know. And if you donate right now, you get this beautiful coffee mug. It's only $725. But over a lifetime, I mean, what is that? Like uh, you know, a dime a cup? So thank you guys for tuning in. We will bring you the uh, numbers next week as well. But a, a great, great turnout uh, in terms of listenership. You know, I wanted to talk about, you know, how we're watching the Washington, D.C. insiders uh, fighting each other. And we talked about Loretta Lynch going after James Comey. Comey saying, hey, you know, Loretta Lynch told me not to call it an investigation. Well, Loretta Lynch under oath said, look, I never told James Comey that. I never told him not to call it an investigation. I mean, I, in theory, I guess, I mean, how can both of those people be right? So we're watching cracks happen. Now, listen to this. It's not the first time that James Comey has come under fire. Remember this. This is from the Washington Examiner. In a report released last year, Justice Department Inspector General Michael Horowitz found Comey was, quote, insubordinate and affirmatively concealed his intentions from Justice Department leadership. You want to talk about something that should scare everybody. You want to talk about something that should be the headline. It's that. James Comey is a public servant. Don't get me wrong, he's a high visibility public servant. But at the end of the day, he shouldn't be doing anything without the approval of the political class. Now, why is that? Because we can hold the political class accountable. That's his role. His role isn't out there to do what he thinks is best. It's to execute the laws of the country as, you know, the president, who at that time was Barack Obama, and then later Donald Trump, as they saw fit. Well, the inspector general comes out and says, look, Comey was insubordinate. He wasn't doing the things that he was asked or directed to do. Worse, he was affirmatively concealing his intentions from his bosses. Horowitz also found that Lynch's behavior, right? This is the former attorney general, Loretta Lynch, was concerning, particularly when it comes to the tarmac meeting with Bill Clinton. Now listen to this. This isn't the first time Comey's claims have been in direct conflict with his former colleagues. In April of 2018, Comey's former deputy, Andrew McCabe, said that Comey was fully aware that he, meaning McCabe, was making self-serving leaks to the Wall Street Journal. So you remember this? Wall Street Journal was getting all these tips, all this information. Mainstream media couldn't care who was leaking it. Well, the inspector general found out it was Andrew McCabe. The guy in charge of stopping leaks was the leaker. And he was making self-serving leaks, the worst kind. Well, McCabe said, I never made the leaks, and he said it under oath. So what happens? He's gone. He's fired. Then Comey gets on his high horse and says, yeah, Andrew shouldn't have done that. You can't leak like that. And then you can't deny it under oath. But do you know what Andrew McCabe said? He said, I was coordinating that activity with James Comey. So for Comey to say, hey, I didn't know what was going on. I was only the director. McCabe, he was rogue. Andrew McCabe says, no, McCabe was in on it. Listen to this. Mr. McCabe advised Director Comey reportedly, excuse me, Mr. McCabe advised Director Comey repeatedly that he was working with the Wall Street Journal on the stories in question. More recently, Comey and former CIA Director John Brennan are at odds over who insisted that the discredited Steele dossier be included in the intelligence community assessment on Russian interference. Right, so somehow this dossier was put into official intelligence briefings. 
One of the things that Bill Barr wants to find out is how. How did it get in there? You would think that, you know, there'd be a paper trail. Well, James Comey is saying, well, the CIA director, John Brennan, told me to put it in. Brennan's saying, I, I didn't tell him to put that in there. According to Fox News, an email chain exists which indicates that Comey told bureau subordinates that Brennan insisted on the collusion, while the former CIA official put the blame squarely on Comey. Do you see what's happening? Do you see the ship is starting to sink? And what's happening? Everyone is trying to get into a lifeboat. Forget you know, women and children first. Now, all of these people are brutal fighters. I mean, to the death kind of fighters. You don't get to these positions at the head of the FBI, to the head of the CIA, without knowing how to play the game and without having a few, you know, severed heads on your spikes. That just doesn't happen. These are not nice people. And none of them are in power. So they can't manipulate the mechanisms of government like they used to. So where does this all lead us? Where does this all lead us? One, you need to clean government because government plays a role, a big role in our lives. So you got to make sure the people that are there are playing by the rules. You have to. Otherwise, it just gets worse for you and for me. But even more important than that, we need to get involved. We need to make sure that we're doing our best to hold them accountable. But most importantly, we need to make sure that we're doing the things that we ought to be doing. And is politics part of that? Absolutely. But the bigger part is, one, take the time to get right with God. Nothing more important will take place today. And two... Be kind to family, to friends, to strangers. Stay tuned. Larry Reed is up next. We'll be back to, uh, well, on Thursday, right here on The Joe Carey Show. discussion without the partisan outrage this is the loving liberty radio network